The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the Source of Truth podcast. Thanks for joining us as we take a few minutes out of, God, out of our day uh, to evaluate God's Word. Uh, we mentioned a couple days ago on Monday that we were going to take uh, this week and into next Tuesday to talk about different sections of Scripture referencing thanksgiving, referencing praising, and some of the different reasons for which we can be thankful. I, I, I will remind, state what I said yesterday the day before, I don't remember when, but what I will state that I hope that we understand that we're this is not, hey, you know, the culture says it's Thanksgiving, let's go to the Bible and figure it out. What I want to say is the idea of culturally putting together Thanksgiving is wonderful. It's one of my favorite times of the year. But the premise of Thanksgiving, the premise of the confidence in God and being able to find strength uh, in God in the good or bad time, that's biblical. That's, you know, to look back and be thankful is biblical. Now, unfortunately, in today, usually what we do in our culture is we look back Thanksgiving on circumstantial things, which is good. There's some good behind it, and family and friends, and those have been with us throughout the year. But I hope we understand that our ultimate foundation is found in Jesus, and that's what we hope to find. And that's what we're going to look at again today. Now, again, we were saying different sections of Scripture. Uh, so today we're in the book of Psalms, chapter 40. Psalm chapter 40, as... Um, we evaluate a couple verses here. So we talked about different things and different, you know, commands rejoice and the reasons for rejoice and, and our mindset yesterday that results in rejoicing. Uh, today we're going to look at the premise of we can rejoice because he's given us a new song. Now, you may know exactly what that means. I will read the section of scripture here in a moment. And hopefully by the time we're done with this, you'll have an understanding of what I mean by that. A new song. Let's look at this. Psalm chapter 40, verse number 1. The Bible says this. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined them to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of a horrible pit and out of the miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. So we see starts. I love the idea of the new song. Pretty much understand David is a musician. For him to use the premise of music makes sense. A musician would generally seize the world through different aspects of music. So here's a, a really bad illustration, but I, I think it'll help me explain the point. When, when you watch different types of movies, different types of TV shows, the music, the background musics help you to establish the ambiance that the movie producers are desiring to develop. If it's a horror movie, you're going to have ominous music. If it's a comedy, you're going to have light, silly type music. If it's drama, you're going to have sad music in the back time. And uh, if you've watched, remember the old movie Jaws, and there's this intense music. Each one of these scenes is set up by music. And that's kind of the premise. He says, I can look at different parts of life, and it's easy to see a level of music. And that's what a, how a musician would see it. So what we're seeing here is, he says, you put a new song. You've given me a new perspective on life. It, my old song was one of struggle. My old song was one of discouragement, depression, anxiety. My old song, my old thinking was one of overwhelming. I was alone, loneliness. And we could go through all of these different terms. And whatever the song is that you had before you came to Jesus, or you currently battle with. You see, when we come to come to Jesus, he gives us a new song, a new perspective. Now, please remember something. David in this situation is probably referencing a new song in his circumstances. You see, while God gives us a new song when we come to him in salvation, 
He continually gives us a new song even through our circumstances. Let's break down a little bit of these these verses and see if we can pull from it. Verse 1, he starts off, I waited patiently for the Lord. I think we would all agree it's one of the harder things to do. Sometimes in our Christian walk, whether we know the theory or theology or not, we wonder sometimes why God is so quiet. We wonder sometimes why we wait and we try to wait patiently. We do our best. We're not patient beings. We do our best. And it seems like the more we wait, the quieter God gets. And while we know theologically, it's not technically true. God is always working. God is always doing something. In our human mind, so that's how we see it. But Paul, David said, I waited patiently. And then as I after, as I was waiting patiently, he inclined unto me and heard my cry. You know, God may not always respond immediately. He may not always respond the way we want to, which is good, by the way. His ways are not my thoughts. His ways are not my ways. His thoughts are not my thoughts. It should be different than the way I look at it. This is God making the direction, not me. And I'm looking at this from a selfish, human point of view, and God's the one changing it. So hopefully his, his actions, his result to my prayer will be different than I think it should be. But he inclined them to me and heard my cry in the midst of this. Sometimes we think that it's not immediate. He's not hearing. He's listening. He's hearing. And by the way, he's hearing and listening. You know the difference between those? Sometimes we hear voices in a room or we hear words, so we're, we're kind of in the same spot. We're there, but we're not engaging. We're not listening. We don't really know what's being said, which means we really couldn't participate in the conversation because we don't really know what's being said. There's a difference. God is not, doesn't only hear me. He listens. He's intently listening to, as David said here, our cry. He said this after he listened to me. He said, David said, he brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. And David simply talks about the idea that you think about a horrible pit and miry clay. So he's in the horrible pit down, miry clay. There's no foundation. Everything around seems to be crumbling. He's just using figurative language to talk about his circumstances prior to coming to this point. He, he was looking at how everything was falling apart around him, and he was in a horrible pit. And, you know, you think about being in a pit. You're, you're lower than level, right? You're down underneath. You're alone. No one's there. Nothing you can do to help yourself. You can look at a lot of descriptions of what it would be like. Dark, damp. You just go through all the things that would happen if you're stuck. And then a miry clay, you know. And then he says later, he set my feet upon a rock. So no matter what he tried to do, the, as he moved forward, he tried everything he could to, to kind of give a level of stability, and it didn't happen. He just talks about an absolute instability in his life that was empty. And, they, and he says, he brought me out and put my feet upon a rock. He gave me stability. Now, by the way, anytime we see about the idea, he put my feet upon a rock and established my goings, he's referencing God. Now, New Testament, Jesus noticed the chief cornerstone, things of that nature. But the idea of the rock is something that was always said. We come to God. We come to Jesus. We come. He gives us stability. Uh, please understand that doesn't mean that we are stable. That doesn't mean that our world is stable. That means we are, our feet are established on him who is stable. You know, I'm still going to have my emotions. I'm still going to have the ups and downs. But the stability is what I hold to. It's him that gives me that stability in the midst of these times. He says in verse 3, And he has put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord. So here's what he says in the midst of this. My old song was discouragement, depression, self-pity, whatever, whatever we want to look at it as. It was not a good one. And he's put a new song, a new mindset, new thinking, new perspective in my mind. In my mind. It's, it's either I've come to Jesus and I've, God has opened my eyes to him and I recognize the truth of God and truth of Jesus and I, I'm seeing this brand new life or in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of the 
uh, the pity, the, the, the pit that we see here. He says, he's allowed me to move forward. He's put a new song. And by the way, he didn't say that I've put a new song. God's put a new song in my life. God has allowed me to see things through him because of the foundation. I no longer see my life through the pit or through the miry clay. I see my life in this level of stability. But it's interesting as he put this new song. Here's what he says. When he puts this new song in my life, it changes me to recognize this. I love this part. Many shall see it in fear and trust in the Lord. They will see this new song in my life and it won't make sense to them. It won't make sense to them at all. And then they will fear and trust in God. This song, this has changed. Simply, God is going to use where I came from to where I am, putting this new song in my heart to honor and glorify Him, to use me, to bless me, and to, and to reach people for Him. This is why we can sit and praise in Thanksgiving, because in the midst of the horrible pit, in the midst of the miry clay, we can have stability in Jesus. Can I, can I finish with a thought? As a Christian, I don't know where you're at. And I'm telling you, again, we've mentioned before, sometimes when you go into this holiday season, life seems to be falling apart in the midst of all that. Um, well, <laughs> in the midst of all that, it seems like, what are we going to do? It, you know, what's the point? It gets empty. Can I challenge you to, whether sometimes it might seem complicated, keep your eyes focused on Jesus. He's got a plan. Look to him for the answer. He is your stability. To the, those who've yet to come to Jesus, can I challenge you on this? He wants to be your stability. He wants to be your answer. And I guarantee you that until you come and recognize a relationship with Jesus, you're not going to fully understand what I'm talking about. You might be looking at religion or church or, or things of that nature. All of that in itself is empty. Without Jesus, it's empty. And what I'm challenging you to look at is come to Him, come to Jesus, not to church, not to religion, although church is important, not to religion, not to man-made system that puts responsibility on you. Come to Jesus, repent of your sin and turn to Him. Watch him give you that new song, that understand the perspective of life that only you can see through Jesus. I hope you would understand the, the incredible new song that God can give to you if you would allow Jesus to be the one to change your lives. Thanks again for joining us on this uh, Wednesday morning. Again, we encourage you. Remember tonight, there is no live stream tonight uh, because we are doing our Thanksgiving uh, turkey giveaway tonight in place of our evening service. Uh, pray with us about that. The giveaway starts at 7.30 tonight. And I pray that we can be an encouragement to our community and, may, and many would come to Jesus as we give them the gospel as well. Many would come to Christ as a result of our desire to love them and to spread the gospel to them. Pray with us about that. That happens tonight at 7.30. And so there will be no uh, Bible study. If you want to come and spend some time in the auditorium praying for those volunteering out there or come help serve, either one of those, we'd love to have you. Uh, be here around 7 as we do all, 6.30 to 7 as we do final prep. And then uh, we look forward to a great time tonight serving God and loving our community. Uh, thanks again for joining us today for our time in God's Word. We'll hope you join us again tomorrow.